What happens after we die? Today on Pastor Rick's Daily Hope, Pastor Rick continues his series, Eternal Realities, Heaven and Hell. In these lessons, Rick shares what the Bible says about heaven and hell and how you can be absolutely certain you're going to heaven. This September, when you join our Partner in Hope family by signing up for automated monthly giving, we'll send you a special welcome gift as our way of saying thanks. To find out more, go to PastorRick.com or you can text the word DAILY to 800-600-5004. Right now, here's Pastor Rick with part two of a message called, How to Be Certain You're Going to Heaven. God says, I want you to feel all four dimensions. It's not three-dimensional, it's four-dimensional. First it says, in fact, you might circle the four dimensions, long and wide and deep and high. He says, I want you to know that. First, how long is God's love? Long enough to last forever. I don't know if you figured this out or not, but human love doesn't last. That's why you've had a lot of girlfriends or a lot of boyfriends. That's why there's divorce in the world, because human love wears out. But God will never stop loving you. Let me say this. You will never meet a man who loves you as much as Jesus Christ. You will never meet another woman who will love you as much as Jesus Christ. Because God's love is long enough to last forever. It is eternal. How long is it? Long enough to last forever. How wide is it? Wide enough to be everywhere. There is no place you can go where God's love is not. Now, you may not feel his love, but it's there. You're just not tuned in. There are times in your life when you feel lonely, but you shouldn't be lonely because God is never uh, uh, without you or you're never without God. His love is everywhere. When you feel lonely, you're just not tuned in spiritually. You're not plugged in. You're not realizing it, that he is never away from you. He is always with you and always loving you. It's long enough to last forever. It's wide enough to be everywhere. How deep is God's love? Deep enough to handle any problem you've got. Deep enough to handle any, you say, I'm in the pits. I've hit bottom. I'm in the pit of hell. God's love is deeper still. I don't care what problem you're going through, his love is deeper than that problem. A few years ago, there was a great movie that came out called The Hiding Place, based on a true story. You may have seen it. It's about in Holland, when people in Holland hid the Jews in order to keep them from going to the Holocaust. And it told the story of this one family, the Ten Boom family, a Christian family who hid Jews in their attic to keep them from being, uh, uh, you know, taken into the death camps by the Nazis. It's a true story. And one day, these twins, these sisters, Corey and Betsy, and their father and mother, they were discovered and they had a hiding place where they were hiding the Jews. And the stormtroopers discovered this and they sent not only the Jews, but these Christians together off to Auschwitz. And in that Auschwitz camp, in the death camp, Betsy Tinboom speaks to a bunch of women there who have lost everything they've ever owned and all their family and their friends. And she said, there is no pit so deep that God's love is not deeper still. How high is God's love? Well, it's high enough to overlook your mistakes. Aren't you glad for that one? I don't care what you've done or who you've done it with or how long you've done it or where you did it. 
God says, I want you to come back to me. I love you. I want to forgive you. I want to give you a fresh start. A lot of people think, you know, because of all the stuff I've done wrong, and I've just kind of blown it and gone my own way, that if I came to God, he's going to reject me. He's going to scold me. He's going to tell me all the bad things I've ever done, make me feel bad. Listen, God isn't mad at you. He's mad about you. He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. No one will ever love you the way God does. Now this has to become the foundation of your life. You wanna know why you got so much stress in your life and no stability? It's because you got a shaky foundation. Why you have so much stress in your life instead of a sense of satisfaction and a sense of significance and a sense of success and stability? It's because you're building your life on something that can change. Now, I hate to tell you this, but everything in life changes, everything. Relationships change, job change, fame change. One minute you're a hero, the next minute you're a zero. The way you look changes. And, not all, and, and everything that changes, not all those changes are good. Would you agree with that? Anybody want to give a testimony right now? Yeah, yeah, okay. There's only one thing in life that won't ever change. You know what it is? God's love for you. It's never, ever gonna change. And so if you want stability in your life, you build it on the rock foundation of God's love for you so that then you know no matter what happens, I know God has not stopped loving me. He's gonna love me no matter what happens in my life. And that gives you the stability because it is the only thing in life that doesn't change. It has to become the cornerstone the chief foundational cornerstone of your life. That's what produces a stable, significant, satisfying life. Build it on the rock of God's love. Now some of you, maybe things are going a little shaky in your life right now. What do you do when you're all shook up? Uh-huh. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that in. Thank you very much. <laughs> what do you do when you're all shook up? Well, look at what the Bible says to do. It says here, come to Christ, who is the living foundation of rock, the cornerstone on which God builds. You know, 2,006 years ago on the Easter weekend when Jesus Christ died and rose again on Easter Sunday, the Romans were so worried that somebody might steal the body of Jesus Christ and claim that he had resurrected so they did a series of precautions because first they, what they did is they put him in this tomb. It was like a cave and they rolled this huge stone in front of it. It took tons of men to move in front of it. And then they permanently sealed it with the Roman seal so it could never be broken. And then they posted guards outside of his tomb. The only time in history they posted living guards to keep a dead man in the tomb, but they did. Well, as you know the story, Easter Sunday morning, the angels show up at the earthquake, light come, lightning comes down, the geyser fall back in a faint, the stone is broken, the seal is broken, the, tomb, the stone is rolled back. Now why was that? Was it so Jesus could come out? No, he'd already left. The stone was rolled away not so Jesus could come out, but so that the skeptics could go in and see that he wasn't there. And that stone, the stone of of the cornerstone of life is the stone of God's love you build your life on, you're gonna have stability. 
So here's the first step to heaven. I got to recognize God's love. Nobody's ever going to love me as much as God does. Recognize his love. Here's the second step. I've got to receive God's gift. That's the second part of the verse. God so loved the world, I recognize his love, that he gave, there's the gift, his only begotten son. Did you know God has a gift for you? You know that's why we give gifts at Christmas time? Because God gave the first Christmas gift. He came to earth. If God had wanted to communicate to ants, he would have become an ant. If he wanted to communicate to cows, he would have become a cow. But God wanted to communicate to human beings, so he became one of us. And he came into this world just like we all do as a baby. Why? Because he wanted to scare us. No, he wanted to save us. Nobody's afraid of a baby. And so he comes as a baby, just like everybody else did. Now notice, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Notice it doesn't say he sent a good, good man. It doesn't say he sent an angel. It doesn't say he sent a prophet. It doesn't say he sent a moral leader, an ethical leader. It says he sent his son. He cared enough to send the very best. God came to earth in human form. And his name was Jesus Christ. And that's why all of history is to split into AD and BC. Every time you write a date, what's the reference point? Jesus Christ. Because God came to earth and it split history into AD and to BC. Now, why did he come to earth? Well, look at what the Bible says. Look at this next verse. Romans Book of Romans, chapter three. Out of sheer generosity, God put us in right standing with himself, a pure gift. In other words, I can't earn this, it's just a gift, it's called grace. Did you know what grace is? Grace is when God gives you what you need, not what you deserve. If we all got what we deserve, none of us would be here. I sure wouldn't be here. But God doesn't give us what we need, deserve, he gives us what we need. He says, out of sheer generosity, God put us in right standing with himself, a pure gift. He got us out of the mess we're in and restored us to where he always wanted us to be. And he did it by means of Jesus Christ. He sacrificed Jesus on the altar of the world to clear that world of sin. So why did Jesus have to die? Well, look at the next verse. The Bible tells us when we were unable to help ourselves at that moment of our need, Christ died for us, although we were living against God. Now, let's just go back to the basics again, okay? This is a football. Let's go through the basics of life this morning. I don't want anybody to misunderstand this. Basic number one, nobody's perfect. Everybody wanna agree with that? I've spoken to hundreds of thousands of people all around the world, I've never met a single person in my life who claimed to be perfect, not one. I don't measure up to my own expectations, much less God's perfect standard, neither do you. So we've all made mistakes, we've all blown it, we all things, have things we regret, we wish we could do over. The Bible says it like this, all have sinned. We've all done it, we've all sinned. Now, God is not just a, a, a loving God, he's a just God, that means he wants to be fair. And when somebody breaks the law, there's gotta be a penalty for it. Now, we do this in America. You break man's laws, you pay man's penalty. You break God's laws, you pay God's penalty. You go out here and you speed down the freeway, you're gonna get a ticket. You go shoot somebody, you're gonna go to jail. When you break God's laws, you pay God's penalty. The Bible says all of sin, and it says the wages of sin is death. That means I deserve to be punished 
for the things I've done wrong in my life. That's the bad news. And here's the good news. Everything you've ever done wrong in life, it's already been paid for. Whoa. Everything you've ever done wrong in life has already been paid for. That's what Jesus Christ did on the cross. He took my sin and your sin. In fact, all of the sins you haven't even committed yet. The things you're going to do wrong next week, next month, next year, stuff you haven't even thought up yet. All those creative ways of sinning you don't even know about yet. They've already been paid for. That is called the good news. That's what the gospel is. It means it's already been taken care of. Already paid for. On the back of your outline is one of the most amazing verses in the entire Bible. I call it the great exchange verse. And it says this. God took the sinless Christ. Jesus had never sinned. He was perfect. He was God. God took the sinless Christ and poured into him all our sins, all the stuff we'd done wrong. Then in exchange, here's the great exchange, he pours God's goodness into us. What a deal. I like this deal. Anybody else like this deal? God says, I'm going to take everything that Rick Warren's done wrong, all his meanness, all his rudeness, all his selfishness, all the times he's lied, all the other things. I'm going to take everything Rick Warren's done wrong, and I'm going to put that on Jesus Christ, and he's going to pay the penalty so Rick doesn't have to pay for it. And then I'm going to take Jesus' goodness and put it on him so he can get into heaven. You see, here's the thing. Heaven is a perfect place, and you're not and neither am I. I stopped batting a thousand a long time ago. No sin can get into heaven. If God let imperfect people into heaven, it wouldn't be perfect anymore. So somebody's got to take the penalty for it so I can get in on plan B. God came up with a plan B. He said, I'll come to earth and I'll pay the penalty. That way it's fair and it's just, but it also shows my love at the same time. Let me tell you, if there were any other way for you to get into heaven, Besides Jesus Christ coming and dying for you, believe me, God wouldn't have wasted the effort. He wouldn't have gone through all the effort if there was any other way. This is the only way you're going to make it. You can't earn it because you can't be good enough. You're not perfect. Yeah, you're better than other people. You're probably better than me. I have no doubt about that. God doesn't grade on a curve. No, it's perfection and none of us measure up. So this means that you can't earn your way to heaven. You can't work your way to heaven. You can't buy your way into heaven. It's just a gift. It's a free gift. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. He gave the gift to die for us so that I can go to heaven. That's pretty good news. And that's called grace. I just received the gift of God's grace. It's just free. I don't deserve it. Never will. This is Pastor Rick's Daily Hope. If you've missed any part of this message, or if you'd like to find out more about Pastor Rick Warren and this ministry, just visit PastorRick.com, where you can listen online anytime. That's Pastor Rick with two R's in the middle, dot com. Be sure to sign up for Rick's free daily email devotional while you're there. Rick will be back to close out our time today, but first... Over the last couple of years, we've all experienced worldwide changes and events that have impacted us in profound and sometimes unimaginable ways. For many of us, those changes will impact our lives for years to come. Pastor Rick believes that now more than ever, people need God's Word and the hope it brings. 
That's why he'd like to invite you to become a partner in hope. Here's Rick to tell you more. No matter where you're listening to this program right now around the world, I want to thank you for your support of Daily Hope. Your prayers and your financial contributions are literally helping people all over the world learn about the hope that we have in Jesus. Did you know that in just this short time, people from over 200 countries have visited the Daily Hope website, and we have listeners all throughout the United States, India, Africa, South America, Australia, Korea, Hong Kong, Europe, all over the Middle East. In fact, right now, someone's listening to this broadcast and getting to know Jesus because of your prayer and because of your financial support. So I just wanted to say thank you. Your support means so much to me personally, and I want you to know that I take your trust very seriously. Every single dollar you donate to Daily Hope goes right back into the ministry. You know that I don't take a salary from Daily Hope. You're never going to hear about Kay and me owning a private jet or, or some boat because we want to invest as much as possible into God's kingdom because that's what's going to matter for eternity. Jesus said, do not store up for yourselves treasure on earth. And I believe Jesus meant it when he said that. Now, we want Daily Hope to reach more and more people. So I would appreciate you prayerfully continuing your support of this ministry. Would you pray about it? Here's the prayer I want you to pray. God, what do you want to give through me? I would love to have you as a partner in hope. If you choose to become a partner in hope with automated monthly giving, we'll also send you a very special welcome gift to show our appreciation. Go to PastorRick.com or just text the word daily to 800-600-5004. There's only two days left to sign up to be a partner in hope and receive a special welcome gift. So don't wait. That's PastorRick.com or the word daily to 800-600-5004. Be sure to join us again next time as we look into God's word for our daily hope. This program is sponsored by Pastor Rick's Daily Hope and your generous financial support.